Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis All Local podcast with the local stories from the KMOX newsroom for Friday, October 6th. Good morning, I'm Scott Jagow. And I'm Debbie Monterey. A City of St. Louis board has approved $2 million to establish a new chief medical officer, as well as 10 new support staff positions. This comes at the request of Mayor Tashara Jones and is aimed at helping to fortify health care at the City Justice Center. A recent detainee death at the jail marked the third in six weeks. Those deaths and the continuous failure, failure to receive information from the CJC has the Detention Facilities Oversight Board penning a letter to a higher authority. KMOX has obtained a copy of a letter sent earlier this week by the board's chairperson, Reverend Daryl Gray, to Missouri State Auditor Scott Fitzpatrick. In the letter, the oversight board is requesting the auditor assist the board in investigating how neglect and mismanagement may have resulted in 10 detainee deaths in two years. The letter also includes two pages listing various documents the oversight board has not been able to access pertaining to detainee health care, vendor invoices, staffing, and more. This isn't the first letter regarding the troubled City Justice Center received by Auditor Fitzpatrick. In September, State Senator Steve Roberts sent a letter asking him to look into the troubles at the jail. A statement from the auditor regarding State Senator Roberts' letter says the issues raised are extremely concerning and warrant intense scrutiny. KMOX has reached out to both Reverend Daryl Gray and Auditor Fitzpatrick for comment on this letter. Sean Malone, KMOX News. The Democratic National Committee is holding its fall meeting here in St. Louis. The vice president is due to speak tonight. What does it mean? Dr. Don Heidenreich is a political science professor at Lindenwood University. He says St. Louis may have been picked because the DNC may view Missouri Republican U.S. Senator Josh Hawley's seat as vulnerable. The vice president coming, particularly to St. Louis, uh, I think is going to be significant in that you know, he's trying to fire up the Democratic base to go ahead and uh, work harder to you know, get him defeated in the 2024 election. Heidenreich says he doesn't think Kamala Harris will make any remarks that resonate nationally while in St. Louis, but it's possible. Brad Choate, KMOX News. An Achilles tear sustained by New York Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers last month caused a familiar football debate to reemerge. Rodgers' injury happened on a turf field, and some quickly speculated that the injury may not have occurred if the game was played on natural grass. Dr. Eric Gifford is a sports medicine physician in Springfield. He says, yes, a perfectly manicured grass field is ideal. At the high school level, even in you know, college and professional sports, you'll see those grass fields as the season wears on get more and more worn out. So what's the long-term prognosis for kids who start playing on turf when they're eight or nine years old and going through high school? Honestly, I, I don't see really any major difference in injuries from, you know, kids that are playing on a turf field versus kids that are playing on a grass field. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. A plan to turn Fanning Middle School in Tower Grove South into a mixed-income apartment building is still in limbo after the St. Louis Board of Adjustment delayed a decision for another three months. The project is loudly opposed by a group of property owners who sued over the project getting variances from the city's zoning code that allows only two-family dwellings in that area. It's been more than 15 months since the Board of Adjustment first gave its approval. This week, at a nearly four-hour hearing, Alderwoman Daniela Velasquez said... The sixth ward needs this affordable housing. Rents and home prices have soared in the South City area. The president of the Tower Grove South neighborhood says there's an overwhelming support for this, but some opponents have suggested art, an art center instead of apartments. 
From the KMOX Business Desk, the Missouri Cannabis Trade Association plans to go to court to stop what they're calling a money grab by counties like St. Louis and St. Charles. KMOX's Michael Calhoun is covering it. The problem is that the constitutional amendment legalizing marijuana allows for one layer of 3% local tax, either from a city or from a county if the area is unincorporated. But Mocan Trades' Jack Cardetti says there isn't supposed to be layering a city 3%, a county 3% for a total of 6% local taxes. You know, when Missourians went to the polls, they were told one thing, what we can't have happen is counties go out and do something completely different. Because at the end of the day, it's the marijuana customers in, the, in, in Missouri that would be paying that extra 3% tax. Counties have argued they're able to levy redundant sales taxes, and this should be no different. Most of the cities and counties have, at this point, passed one. Cardetti says when customers encounter higher-than-expected taxes, they are more likely to go back to the black market. Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. I'm Debbie Monterey. The St. Louis All Local podcast is produced by the KMOX News team. Get all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.